welcome to Doing the Work, Frontline Stories of Social Change, where we bring you stories of real people working to address real issues. I am your host, Shimon Cohen. Thank you to FIU's Disability Resource Center for providing transcription services. In this episode, I talk with Trey King, who is a mental health coordinator in Miami-Dade County Public Schools. Trey explains how he is one of 65 mental health coordinators in the school district's Department of Mental Health Services, and that he and his colleagues each serve five schools of various grade levels. We talk about the issues affecting students and how Trey works with them. Trey discusses what it is like to work within the same school district he attended, in his own community, and how he sees himself in his students. We explore how marginalized and oppressed communities are talked about in social work classrooms and the profession versus Trey's reality of his own background and current social work practice. Trey talks about trainings he's done in the community, such as mental health first aid. Trey also shares how he got into this work. I hope this conversation inspires you to action. Hey, Trey, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. To get things started, could you just let us know what you currently do? Hey, Shimon, thank you so much for having me. Um, so let, let's just start. Um, so again, like like Shimon said, my name is Trey King. I am I work for Miami-Dade County Public Schools as a uh, mental health coordinator. And that, and that job, I just want to say first, it started from the Stoneman Douglas incident that occurred. Um, so we were funded basically like a lot of money and where we developed a department within Miami-Dade County Public Schools known as the Mental Health Services Department. And so far, it's about our second year, we have been providing mental health services throughout Miami-Dade County. Um, a lot of services, a lot of services. And, I, and I'll get into that throughout the interview. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that you mentioned, you know, how the department and your position was even created through <laughs> legislation based on the Parkland shooting. Yes. And legislation at the state level that directed funding that could be used for mental health services, correct? Definitely, definitely, definitely. And um, it, 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 it's kind of like a little bit of like a bittersweet because it took something like that to, to occur for so much attention to be brought to um, just mental health within, you know, um, this big like scale. But um, from it, a lot of a lot of students within Miami-Dade County Public Schools have been being provided services and, you know, whether it's family counseling, individual counseling, group like therapy and things like that. It's just a lot. A lot of services are being provided daily and it's, it's turned out to a great thing. It's turned out to a great thing. Yeah, so, you know, just so listeners know, because this episode will go live in May, but we're recording in the end of March, early April right now, and, you know, we're on uh, stay-at-home, you know, coronavirus safety protocols, so just want to put that out there, hope hope people are doing all right, you know, so let's, I want to ask you a question about, like, what a typical day would be like for you but a typical day, you know, pre-coronavirus, and then maybe we'll kind of talk right. about where things are heading now. But, you know, like before all this happened and we're in this situation, what would, what would a typical day look like for you, you know, as a mental health coordinator in Miami-Dade County Public Schools? Yeah, yeah, no problem. So, uh, so, so for, first of all, for as mental health coordinators 
initially when we first started, it was 30, uh, 30 of us. It was 30 men's up coordinators and we all, and we all had five schools. So we have now it's 60 of, I think it's 65 of us now. Now it's like every one of us has at least five schools. So each day we go to a different school. And so, so a normal day would look like we'll go in, we usually meet with um, other health professionals within the school, such as uh, the AP, the principal, the, counts, like the, the school social worker, the school counselor that's there. Um, and we would, you know, just discuss, hey, how's, how's things been? Um, just have it, you know, like, kind of like a staffing, um, a brief staffing, just to um, get like get an update on certain students, um, any, any basically need to know information that has occurred because we're only there one day out of the week. And so um, we'll kind of get like a briefing of what's, of what's going on. And from there, we would see our students. We would see those students that um, we would provide services for. And um, that's 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 pretty much it. Monday through Friday. And you're going to different schools, right? You've got like an elementary school, a middle school, high school. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm everywhere. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm everywhere. Um, well, all of us. We're we're all everywhere. All of us. All 65 of us. We're everywhere. Some we have different. The central, north, south area. You know, it is. We're everywhere and. We're just trying our best to just to reach those students that really need um, support. Definitely really need support every basically every single day, basically every single day. How many students will you meet with in a typical day? Oh, man, Um, I think that depends. So let's say, for example, my Friday school, um, I try my best to meet with all of my students because certain certain schools have more needs than other schools. So let's say, for example, um, when I'm at my Friday school, you know, I, I kind of see those students every, every every day on Friday and I know certain needs. So I'll probably see probably like 10 kids or 15 kids versus other schools have a lesser need. That'll probably be like seven. That'll probably be like six. Um, but it all depends, you know, because referrals are always coming in. Referrals are always coming in. Students are always needing services, whether it's um concerns whether anxiety depression um a lot of different concerns regarding mental health you you know what i mean so it's just we're always in the trenches it's like we're always in the trenches do you tend to notice like patterns of what the issues are that come up does it seem you know or is it just kind of you you see everything uh i think it i think it, over time, we will definitely once we gain a certain level of rapport with the student, and we get to have that le- that level of relationship, we we, we notice certain, we notice certain things. But um, there there is a similarity to all students in a sense regarding what's going on at home. You know what I mean? Um, what are some things that are happening at home? You know, may, maybe a uh, certain level of trauma is is another is another big one. Some some similarities like that. You know, some of some to all have experienced some level of trauma, some significant experience with a lot of trauma. And usually that's kind of how this the concerns occur. And they start and then over time, they build up from a lack of lack of, uh, you know, coping skills and things like that. And during our time with those students, we help to develop those those um, positive coping skills. You know what I mean? Um, and so things like that. So what do you see, like for you, you know, getting into this position, this was your, this is your first job right out of grad school, right? Yeah. 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 So, you know, 
for this being your first job, you know, being, uh, I'm sure, like, real excited to get this position. It's, I mean, to get in the schools is a big thing. You know, what was kind of like the most shocking or surprising aspect of doing this kind of work for you? Um, well, for me, um, one, to just realize that, hey, like, I'm here. School is over. You know, there's no more. There's no grade no more. There's no grade. Uh, I, don't, I don't have my teachers to support me. You know, I'm 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 my own professional. You know, I'm working with so many other different professionals, whether it's school psychologist, school social worker. I'm working alongside the the principal, the assistant principal. Sometimes even a superintendent comes to the school, so it's 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 a a big deal. It's a big deal, and so um, it's my sometimes at first my head was spinning, like my head was spinning um, a lot. A lot, a lot of different, a lot of nerves. Um, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I feel like I lost my train of thought. I lost my train of thought. No, that's okay. You, I had asked you what was the most challenging thing and, and surprising. You were just saying like just being there and having to kind of mm-hmm. be like out on your own, actually doing this and not having that support you were used to to kind of like you know run yeah. things by professors or you know mm-hmm. classmates, things like that. Yeah, and. That that that's that's very true. But then also, um, like I said before, it's thirty of us, thirty mental health coordinators. A lot of us, a lot of us are social workers. Um, a lot of a lot of my coworkers are licensed as well. You know, so it's it, it's a great it was a great opportunity down the line that when I realized it to kind of piggyback and also kind of like you know have conversations on and, and to get and kind of like get more clinical you know, knowledge and things like that kind of bounce ideas off of our colleagues head and things like that to see, Hey, what can I do with this student? What can I do with that student? You know, like, like I said, this is, this was my first year into the school system and they've been in this and working in the field for about 10, 15 years. And so it was a great opportunity to, to learn from them, you know, while um, serving and helping out my students that I'm at in those five schools. Another, another big eye opener for me was, um, just being in those communities, being in those communities, seeing the needs of those students, whether it's like you come to the schools and, you know, I know it's like immediately notice a lot of poverty, thing, things like that. I notice a lot of poverty. I notice a lot of when, when, when you're um, interacting with students and counseling, things like that. Maybe some, sometimes their level of, you know, their academic level is not up to par. And so that kind of, in a sense, kind of makes it more, a little bit more difficult and more challenging in a sense um, when, you know, just doing things like OCBT and things like that, because you got to, you got to really um, kind of meet them where they're at. You know what I mean? You don't want to do nothing too complex. Sometimes you want to keep it simple. So that way the objective of that session can be obtained by this, by, by the student and we won't pass it over their head. So that was kind of, those were some eye openers. Um, yeah. I think that's a really important point, you know, to meet them where they're at. Do you, have you found some new strategies, you know, in this role that you've put into practice with students? Um, well, I just want to say like my, my department does a great job with uh, providing a lot of tools. Like our department is amazing. Right. So I feel I'll be remiss if I don't, you know, give a shout out to the mental health services department of Miami-Dade County Public Schools because, you know, when we're interacting with kids, with our students, um, we need supplies and our department provides those supplies. So if we, if we have, you know, we, we call it, um, 
um, best best practices, right? So we'll have like meetings, things like that, on what best practices can we use when interacting with students for, you know, depression, anxiety, uh, uh, different other um, concerns students may be having, and we and they would get those those little interventions and things like that, and we would use them when working with our students, and so those are are big. Like some of them are games, some of them are you know things like that. Um, because because at, we also want to keep it make it a little fun, so that way we can kind of keep their attention at, at the same time. But it, it definitely helps out when we have things that are that that keep it fun, but also is our, our objective is not you know in any way, shape, or form diminished because we still want to provide those, that level of service, that mental health service component as well at, at the same time. Absolutely, you're still meeting the goals that you set out, but you're doing it in Definitely. a way that works for the students. Right, right, right. And so it, it's 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 awesome. You know, it's awesome. Um, like I said, we do a lot of good within the school. It's just every day I go, it's 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 an amazing thing just to kind of like think about. Hey, I was once a student at within Miami Dade County Public Schools, and now I'm kind of like why well, I am on the other side as a young professional providing services to students that were just like me. You know what I mean? And so it's very impactful. Very impactful. I'm glad you brought that up and that you went there because, you know, I I like hearing people's stories of like how they got into this work. And that's mm-hmm. part of what I try to get into on the podcast to because when people are listening or, um, you know, reading transcripts of the podcast, they can like connect, right? Like students yeah. who are listening now or other social workers or educators, there's different ways we relate to each other through these stories, you know? So since you, you already went there about, you know, you were a student in Miami-Dade County Public Schools and now you're yeah. on this other side, you know, could you kind of talk about some of your story like into even just getting into social work and you know how yeah. you came to be even be in this position yeah for sure um definitely i don't mind um and so i i definitely i wanted to go into social work because i wanted to help out i wanted to be that um that that level of care that level of support for at the time i didn't know for who specifically but I know I wanted to help out. I know I had the I know I had the drive and, and the capacity to really assist people and to help out. And when I was younger, I had a social worker to help me when I was going through things in my life. And so I wanted to pass it down um, to whomever, whomever, you know, um, I came across, whether it was in geriatrics, because I, I, I had a little bit of a little experience in geriatrics, working with Kendra Hospice, um, working at my internship. When I was at um, Miami Dade County Juvenile Services Department, when I was at FIE for my for my bachelor's, uh, my master's, you know, working at um, you know uh, Better Way of Miami, it was all great experiences that I was able to to help out and assist, and that's why I wanted to get into social work. You know, I wanted to get into social work because, and and a lot of the students that um, I see, I see myself in them. You know, whether it's just so many concerns day to day that students now today go go through. You know, I remember in my interview, um, kind of going back to my interview when I was interviewing for the job, um, I was asked, why do you want to work in this this uh, profession? 
And, you know, I told myself, I told my, I told the, my, my, the director, I told her, I said, this level of support has never really been into the, in the school system. And now it's here. I want to be a part of it. I remember, yeah, Stoneman Douglas occurred, but mental health concerns have always been around. Um, we just haven't really paid a lot of attention to it. And, you know, looking back when I was in high school or middle school, I had a lot of friends that had mental health concerns as well. But we didn't really know. It was kind of taboo. We didn't really know how to help them, who to go to, what to say. Um, and then, you know, as we got older, we went to school. I got my, my bachelor's, my master's. I, I got a lot of experience through practicum. And it just made it solid in my mind that, hey, like, I'm right where I need to be. Um, and so, you know, when I, when I answered that question in my interview, it really just stood out to me like, yo, I made the right decision to be right here, you know, within the school system, you know, where I, my whole, my whole, my whole, you know, um, 12, uh, kindergarten to 12th, uh, just going to school. And now I'm, I'm here providing services through elementary, middle school, high schoolers, um, mental health concerns. I'm there. I'm in the trenches every day. And so it is just, that's why, that's why I wanted to be in social work. I just want to help out. I have the heart for it. I got the drive for it. I'm very, I'm passionate about it. You know, just, that's it. That's it. Yeah. And I know you worked incredibly hard to get to this point, you know? Oh man, you know, you know, (laughs) you know, definitely FIU, you, you guys, FIU, all of the professors in, 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 the, in the social work department, you guys have been amazing. Um, amazing. And so I cannot thank you guys enough. Well, you did the work, man. And uh, it's seeing where you've gone and what you're doing is, is, uh, is why, you know, we do the work we do too. And, um, you know, I was thinking about when you're talking about you see yourself in these kids, right? you know, and that you went through those same schools yourself. Yeah. And then, you know, you get taught oftentimes in social work classes, for example, it'll be talked about around like boundaries of like not sharing, you know, not self-disclosing. And I was just wondering your thoughts on that and how you talk with the kids. Like, do you Tell them like, hey, like I went to Miami Dade County Public Schools. Like, do you have like does that come up? Um, sometimes it does. Sometimes like I understand, like we have definitely, you know, within social work, we gotta have our boundaries and things like that. Um, for for our relationship and things like that. But um there there have been times where, you know, kind of a little bit of self-disclosure is is okay. Um, so you know, not too much self-disclosure, of course, but um, there, there, there are times where, um, you know, say, like, I, like I would say, I wouldn't tell them specifically what school I went to, but you know, yeah, like, hey, like I went to school with, within the school system, Miami Dade County Public Schools, things like that, um, because I want to, you know, um, early in, 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 in the in the time that we meet together in the initial sessions to develop that 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 rapport, because it's so it's so important, you know, um, if that rapport isn't established, I'm wasting my time and the kid and the, and, and the student's time, you know, and it's just that level of rapport has to be established. You know what I mean? And so, um, you know, it's, it's just kind of like using your professional judgment on, 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 and, and a lot of the situations that, that you're, uh, 
when you're interacting with, with, with students, use your best professional judgment. And of course, you know, just, um, you know, speaking to administration, things like that, making sure you don't overstep or, or do anything you shouldn't be doing. Um, so that's kind of like my, um, my mindset. Yeah. I mean, I think I can imagine that a lot of these students, you know, see you as a role model, especially when you let them know you went to the schools. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like another thing, I know we've talked about it in the past, but just to put it on the podcast, you know, you're a black male social worker. Yeah. You know, and I was even trying to decide, like, if I should bring that up, you know, because if I'm interviewing a white male social worker, I don't always say, hey, you're a white male social worker. Like, what's that <laughs> like, you know? Although we mm-hmm. might talk about what it that identity i mean sometimes we we will and i should actually it shouldn't be different Mm -hmm. but like you know you you and i have talked about it before and i just think it's important like because the numbers the reality is there's not like a ton of black male social workers yeah and um i'm just wondering like what's that like for you what are what's that experience like for you and you know what i've noticed that i have noticed that like when i go to my schools I don't see a lot of black male social workers. I see a lot of social workers that happen to be um, women. You know what I mean? Um, kind of think of it. I don't think I've in all of my five schools there are no that there there aren't even one black male social worker. We have had a lot of conversations about that, and just just like the 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 importance of you know how how much of an impact I can make within within you know certain in, in, my, in my community. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, one, one, I know my stuff Two, um, I'm a black male social worker. You know what I mean? Um, I can reach a lot of um, individuals that need to be reached. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so how, how, how important my role is coming right out of college. And at first I was like, yeah, okay, I get you. I hear you. But it's not until you get into the field and you notice it and you, and you'd be like, wow, okay, wow. I see it. Because it's not a lot of black male social workers within the school system from 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 what I've seen. And I go to like trainings and things like that, you know, where it's like you kind of mingle with different um, professionals, things like that. It's not that much. It's not a lot. It's not it's not a lot. Males, I would say. But a lot of, you know, women, um, African-American women, things like that. Yeah. You, you see a, you, you see a good amount. But male, nah, I, I wouldn't say that I've seen a lot. And so it just reminds me that my role is so important and how, um, how much of an impact I can make. Even as a young professional, I can make a big impact and to really use that and to, and to, and to really use that to my advantage and be an act, be an advocate for change. You know what I mean? Um, be out there, speak up and, you know, speak up, say what I need to say. How do you think it impacts the work you're doing? I, I think it I think it impacts well one, I, I know like a lot of times in certain certain communities, a lot a lot of the communities that I work I work throughout and the school I work throughout, it's like an overtime and things like that. And so um I think it definitely it makes me more relatable and understanding of the the certain economic situation that are that are going on in the community. Um just, just understanding you know, like that culture component, those things like that. Um, 
you know, culture, culture, being culturally competent on, on a lot of things that are that are going on within the community. Um, you know, like in a sense, this is my community. You know, I, I'm, I, I think I'm very knowledgeable about my community, right? And my culture, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know I would what hope I mean? so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and so um, it definitely helps out with I think parent interaction. Definitely helps out with um, rapport with uh, students, things like that. It, it definitely helps out a lot. And so I'm not just I'm not just inter- in, you know interacting with students in the schools. Like, hey, I'm volunteering in my community they the students see me in the community you know and so um that definitely helps out as well yeah it's like you're from that that community and you're still there and yeah you got this educate you know you achieved this education and this skill set and now and you're still there able to you know bring it back and pass it on Mm -hmm. just what you said your goal was you know starting out yeah. Yep. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm a male, you know, so, um, you know, and a lot of students look up to me. And so in a lot of, a lot of ways, definitely I am a role model. You know, I, I didn't think about it too much because I'm just there working, working, working. I'm just, Hey, you need, you need my help. You need my help. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. Whatever, whatever you guys need me, I'm there. Um, but I didn't think about it too much, but to the lot, a lot of the students that I see on a daily basis, I am a role model. And I have to kind of remember that and have it in the forefront of my mind because sometimes throughout the day I can kind of get so much other things are going on in my mind, you know, with a lot of students. And so, but definitely I am a role model. I just want to ask you something because we've never talked about this. When you're in social work classes, right? And Mm -hmm. the way like marginalized communities are being discussed, right? And taught about. Were you ever like, wait a second, like, hold up, like, this isn't how it is, or like, this isn't what the community's really like, or did it, did it ever feel, you know, like it was not an accurate or not given like the full picture type of thing? Like they're telling like, not the, like the full story about certain communities. Yeah. Um those things I never really, honestly, I don't really look, it, it's hard, but uh, sometimes like I've, I've noticed that I've noticed that because naturally um, when I first got the job and then I got my five schools and a lot of my majority of my schools are, are in the overtown area. Um, you know, when they think about overtown, some people think about other things about overtown, not so good, like drugs and things like that. Um, just a lot of homelessness in those, in those areas. There's a lot of positives in overtime. And so I, I, I can definitely see um, how that can be. Um, and I think sometimes it is like that. It is like that where um, a lot of individuals don't tell the full story of certain communities, certain marginalized communities. And um, But I don't really pay too much attention to that because I gain my own understanding of things because I don't want to um, have other people's views imposed on me. You know what I mean? Because I'm in that community. You know, I under I, I see what's going on within the schools. I see those students. I see those kids. I'm inter- I'm interacting with the with the the with, with the principals. I'm interacting with all the health and professionals within that within those five schools. You know, I'm volunteering in, in that community in those communities. I see what's going on. So I don't really, I don't really pay attention to everything that that 
um, someone will say negatively about that community. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm pretty sure there's, there are a lot of things that are said negatively about that community. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't I, I don't really pay too much attention to it. Um, yeah. Unless it's like gentrification and stuff like that. Like, then I'll kind of like get focused on that because that is what's happening in the, in, in the community for sure. Right. Like we I mean, we definitely should be talking about the very real forces that are oppressing people and holding them back from being able to just be who they are and you know you know survive first of all but then the fact that they even have to survive right that they can't just like thrive you know Mm -hmm. um if there wasn't this these forces pushing down um but like do you you know do you want to share some of the positives that you see you know um that you see like in your work and that you see in the community? Yeah, no, I, I think um, a lot of the schools I work are in the Overtown area. And one, I know that they're one, like they, they, they may have like a, someone may say that, Hey, uh, maybe parent involvement isn't as high, I guess, as other schools, um, you know, and, and, and to some extent I, I, I understand um, why they say that? Because you know, when they have certain certain things in the community, like regarding involving education, they are not as likely to, to come out and to participate. But you gotta understand why. You know, it's always it's always a why. And when you understand why, you understand that family, right? When you understand why that family does what they do, you understand. You get you gain a better understanding of that family. And so, a lot of times in those communities, those individuals are searching for jobs. Those individual individuals don't have transportation. It's it's a, it's a lot of different, um, you know, f- financial con- uh, stressors and things like that. A lot, it's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Um, and so, but I, the, some of the positives is that parents they, they 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 are serious and they are trying their best to assist their students with helping the students out with their education. You know, someone can someone may say, hey, like. Those and if those families don't take their, their education serious, no, I, I, I beg to differ. Like, um, I think every parent definitely is is has a, a high level of invest invested, you know, means of hey, I want my son, I, I want my daughter to have the best education. I'm going to do whatever I can um, to make sure that he or she gets that. You know, I, I don't think that's the case. There are other situations, like some of the things that I named. Um, like, you know, financial situation, financial transportation is a big one. Um, I was searching for jobs because at the end of the day, they had to pay bills. Bill have to be paid. You know, a lot of economical, um, concerns are out there, but, you know, the concern regarding the, uh, their, their children's level of education is there. They care about their education. You know, someone would say, oh, they're not as to, you know, or, or caring about that. I would say that's not, I wouldn't say that's a lie. I I wouldn't say that it's, you know, it's always stigma and things like that out there. Um, but it's, it's definitely a lot of positives. It's definitely, I will say that, you know, individuals that are saying that go to that community and be involved in that community. Um, interact with those individuals, ask questions, go to that community and, 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 you know, just go, don't just say, or just hear what other people tell you, go out in that community and see for yourself. You know what I mean? Um, then make 
get an idea of what's going on. Don't just listen to other people and then that could, that's the end all be all because a lot of times that's not the truth, you know? Um, so that's one of the big ones that I would like to say about that. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, we're, um, we're getting close to wrapping things up. So I want to give you an opportunity to just kind of talk about whatever you want to talk about on here in regards to mm-hmm. what you do, social work, schools, you know, whatever the, the floor, the platform is yours. Awesome. Thank you. Well, I do want to say, um, Shimon, it was a great opportunity to be here. This is my first podcast ever. Um, I was a little nervous, but you know, I think I did okay. Um, for sure. For sure. With my department, uh, mental health services, um, something I kind of don't want to forget to mention is that um, we are contracted with about, I think, 20 community-based agencies. And so when we're providing services that are a, a higher level of care, um, so let's say, for example, if a student was referred to me for concerns with depression and we're working on things to kind of help counteract and to kind of manage those 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 levels of depression, but it's, that it's getting to a point where it's that, hey, a one a day session is not good enough. We 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 make referrals to those community based agencies. Everything is free. Services are free. Those services are free. Um, parents don't pay anything. Um, and so we some of the services that are provided are from family therapy, individual therapy, um, a mental health evaluation. A lot of those, a lot of those services are being provided to students every single day, and they're being followed up on. Their therapists from like Citrus, New Horizons, uh, Chrysalis are, are coming out into communities, going 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 home and things like going to the students' homes and having those sessions and really working with these students to um, really provide that level of service. That's also um, my my department has a. Um, a parent assistance line, which is 305-995-7100. And this, this number is operational Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. to assist students and their families with mental health support. And so uh, from, from with that being said, I wanted to offer that. I didn't want to forget that because, you know, um, it's very, very important um, to have that level of support for our students within Miami-Dade County Public Schools. And hopefully our goal within our department is to have at least one mental health coordinator at every school throughout Miami-Dade County Public Schools. That's a goal of ours. We're reaching for it and we will achieve it, you know, so very, very soon. So that's um, my closing remarks. Um, Yeah. Well, Trey, thanks so much for coming on here and taking the time sharing about what you do, you know, sharing how you got into this work. And thanks so much for doing the work in the community. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I, I, like I said, I, I really appreciate it. Um, anytime I can um, be involved, give back or anything like that, involving social work, involving helping out, I'm down for it. Sign me up. Uh, put me on whatever. I'm there because, you know, um, I told myself if I ever get in a, get in a position where I can, provide support, help out any way, shape, or form, environment, social work, I'm there. You know, I, I want to be there. You know, I might be a little nervous, but the heart's there, the heart's in the right place. And sometimes that's just kind of getting you started and you can move forward with that. Um, so definitely I'm, I'm here, you know, I'm just helping out. I got a long career. <laughs> I just got started in the, in the field of social work. So 
more positive things to come. One last thing, I, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. So um, another thing, our department is really good at providing, you know, I remember in our classes, we talked about trainings and professional development. My Our department, Miami-Dade County Public Schools are, are great at providing um, professional development. We've been trained in restorative justice, um, youth mental health first aid. We are, I, I am a train, I can train individuals in youth mental health first aid. We have so many trainings, like it's ridiculous. And so I think it's great because we're adding to our repertoire. I'm, I'm adding to my repertoire um, as a young professional that even if I leave the school system, I can take those, those that, that knowledge and those train those accolades and those trainings with me to other places, you know, um, like, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. And so um, I think just, I think last year we, we trained, um, I think it was on the news, we trained bus drivers um, with, 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 with the youth mental health first aid. And so I never thought I don't, in my million, like in my million years that I would be teaching a class. It was like a six hour class. <laughs> wow. it, it's, I'm learning a lot. I'm gaining a lot of experience, a lot of teaching experience. It's it's a great experience, and I'm 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 enjoying it. It's it's stressful, but I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Self care is very important. I gotta practice self care because that self care is 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 serious. It, it's definitely serious. Yeah, you know, we need you to be doing this work for a long time. I know it's I I intend to for sure. But, you know, without self-care, it's going to shorten that a little bit. But I, you guys have taught me in school um, to really not neglect self-care and to really take your time. And I think the the school system is really good with, you know, taking off and things like that. You, you know, I have, I have like personal days, vacation days, sick days and things like that. So I'm using them. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely I'm using them for sure. Um, but it's all important because if I'm not 100 percent, how can I give myself to those students? You know, um, how can I provide the best level of care to those students? Because and I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss anything because mental health is so serious. So many students have had a lot of concerns. Heck, even even have died for and regarding mental health concerns. And so I never want to be that um, that that professional that missed something. You know, I'm not, I understand we're, we're not perfect as professionals, but if it's something that I can prevent, I will do my best to prevent it. And so, um, yeah, self-care is very important. So I think that's everything, though. I think that's everything. I definitely didn't want to forget that either. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah, I'm glad you added all that stuff. And thanks again for coming on here. For sure. For sure. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Doing the Work, Frontline Stories of Social Change. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please follow on Twitter and leave positive reviews on iTunes. If you're interested in being a guest or know someone who's doing great work, please get in touch. And thank you for doing real work to make this world a better place. Thank you.